what the fuck what, what the fuck is happening in the world what is happening just what like <laughs> um i'm by myself for this episode simply because i just got some shit to say like it was one of those things that i know if i talk about it like that'll be some content type shit and it wasn't something that i was willing to like wait to record with anybody else i've had conversations with other people about what i'm about to talk about with y'all but what the fuck is happening in the world it's back to what i was saying i'm not one of those people that be like oh the retrograde is coming we gotta run and hide or oh she acting like that because we in retrograde i'm not one of those people i honestly don't even follow it when y'all be saying retrograde is retrograding i don't be knowing i just be like all right like (laughs) i'm here and i'm alive um and it's not necessarily i don't want to say i don't believe in it i just don't follow it to even be able to practice the belief of it or in things of that sort but like retrograde was retrograding y'all i finally know what y'all mean (laughs) but like let me let me go back to this some shit that's been happening that i like i told y'all i've been in isolation i've been traveling for work i've been traveling um in my personal life which has been amazing i've needed the isolation and the reset and it couldn't have been at a better time that god opened doors to me um and you hear me and, and Shay talk about things like I prayed and asked God for this. The thing that made the new things happen, that bleh, the things that have made the new things in my life weird is because like it wasn't that long ago that I asked for this. And normally like I'd be like, God, I need X, Y, Z, A, B, C, Q, R, and S. And I, I feel like I'd be doing the work for years and then God bless me. Or, like, right when I'm about to give up, God God bless me. Which, you know, God worked on his own time. I know all that. But this time, I, like, I walked away from something, uh, a project that I was on. I walked away from an organization. I walked away from a job. And I was like, this time around, God, I need you to, to do blah, 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 blah for me. And it happened, like, so quick. Um, I was extremely deserving of this, which I know, like, I'm worthy of all things. And, um, but it was like, damn, like, I asked God for this two days ago and I got it. Um, and when he gave me what I asked for, he gave me the resources to be able to maintain this blessing. He gave me, um, the, he gave me mentors that were. I have multiple mentors now who are able to say, you know, when it comes to X, Y, and Z, I'm here for you. When it comes to this, 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 I'm here for you, which is very, um, I always ask God to help me keep what I'm asking him for. But it was just like this, this blessing, this was different. Um, but let me, let me take y'all to my thoughts. Going back to like March. So I had met. A, a new group of women that I was talking to. Um, some of them still solid, some of them not so much. But those five, six second relationships, and I wouldn't even consider them like friends of mine. It was just women that I met. I'll, I'll, I'll say it like that. Like these are women that I met. Um, we had some conversations, and it kind of, some of the conversations were scary. Like, <laughs> 
not what we were talking about, but the realizations that I was coming to with them. Like, I don't want to be friends with women that all they do is talk about, you know, somebody's lace front is looking crazy. All they talk about is how so-and-so's man is cheating on them. Like, I don't want to be friends with those type of women. Um, And don't get me wrong. If I see a crazy lace front, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I'll be like, Jesus Christ, what is on her head? If her outfit looked crazy, I'll be like, Lord, like, why she put that on? I'm not going to say that I'm not one of those women. And if you try to be like, oh, I'm not one of those women who do that, you're lying. Because even if you don't come out your mouth and say those things about people in your head, you'd be like, what the fuck is that? So just be honest and let everybody know you do it. We all do it. It's fine. It's how you go about certain things. And if you're bullying a person and you're being a mean girl about it, that's what's not okay. Um, but, like, I noticed the basis of our conversations were always that. So I distanced myself um, amongst other things. But then it made me go back to, like, people who I was friends with for years. Now, I am someone, I'm very, if a person doesn't have a lot of childhood friends, I'm, I don't want to say a lot, but, like, if you don't have at least two childhood friends, what the fuck is going on? Now, we know life happens. When we're children, we make amazing friends with people and then their parents have to move and then you lose contact and you can't sometimes you have the ability to find them and reconnect, and sometimes you don't. But if you don't have a single long-term friend, I Naomi Dawkins have a problem with that. And I'm not judging you cuz like I said, things happen, but it's just weird. Like you can't say, "Oh, remember five six seven years ago when x y and z happened huh like i got friends friends i got friends from before i was born and you know it's a blessing that we still have our great relationship um it's people who i'm not necessarily friends with like we don't have a friendship but we it's an unspoken bond like if you truly need something for me you go pick up the phone and call i'm gonna make sure that you that you're taken care of but this it just made me question not even not necessarily question but like I had to reflect on relationships that I had and I'm realizing like there are people who want to and it's not a new realization it's just like damn like I'm realizing this um you talk a good game about where you want to be in life but you're not walking the game to get there and like me and and I'll use Brie for example like me and Brie we want to have like a cute little nightclub lounge type situation but we have to focus on what's in front of us right now we have to work on getting our credit like taken care of we have to understand the difference between the different type of real estate like and these are things that we're doing so that when we're in that spot to be like all right boom let's focus on this club we can get that and we can take care of everything we can get the bar rolling and be successful business owners but it's people who's like i want this and i want that but i see them not even paying attention to this shit they got in front of them. Or you want to be an entrepreneur, but you still ain't got no products. Or And I know it's not easy. And I, by any means, I don't want anybody to think that, like, I'm saying that it's the easy thing to do. It's not. But, like, at the age of 25, if you know that when you're 30, you want to be somewhere, this is the time to, like, buckle the fuck up, put the seatbelt on, maybe take it off, and hit the fucking gas. Like, Go. Like, this, and I know everybody probably is tired of hearing, like, there's no opportunity like the present. It's truly no opportunity like the present. Like, right now, you could, if you want to start a blog or something, you could literally take a picture of your food and blog about your food. You want a fashion blog. You want to you wanna be an editor for a magazine? Start somewhere. Like, 
it's so many opportunities for you to get started. And even if getting started is not necessarily like getting your first post up, maybe it's more so of sitting with an editor, you know, one of your editor friends, or even if you don't have friends who are in the the realm that you want to be in, like ask other people to introduce you to some people, hit somebody up. Like, Hey, I see that you do X, Y, and Z, and I want to learn the ropes. Are you willing to teach me? And you're going to have people who are willing to teach you and you're going to have people who are not, but there's literally no time like the present. Like there's no time. There's no time like the present. And I'm going to preach that to y'all for the next couple months. It's no time like the present. Like, it's so much that we could be doing and that we should be doing and all other sorts of shoulda, coulda, woulda need to be doing in, in life. But I'm not going to preach to y'all about that. I'm going to continue to tell my story. But it's y'all can get shit together. So I was looking at my friends group like, I pay attention. Oh, I want to do this. I want to, like, when my friends say they want to start doing something, like, I pay attention to, like, the motivation behind it because I know my friends rather well the ones I consider friends like I know like for person a they don't have an in-house support system like they live at home with their parents but their parents aren't supportive um or like I know a lot of us as black people you know your parents want you to be doctors and lawyers and these big timers but that's not what your passion is and it's hard to like be under someone's roof who does not want you to do your own thing and I get that but like okay so maybe friend instead of you worrying about starting your business let's let's get you an apartment let's move you out of there like how can or let's find you a safe space for when you want to work on what you're working on you have somewhere where you could go and do that safely so that when you go home you're not hiding the fact that you're working on stuff so your parents not mad or you just just uncomfortable in and being who you are and I always like okay like we had this conversation on May 1st I'm gonna check in with you on May 15th and see where that went if there's no progress I'm gonna check back in with you on June 15th if there's no progress I'm gonna check back in with you at a certain point and there's a certain amount of check-ins that I do and I'd be like yo this person ain't really about it like and that may be wrong of me because I sometimes like when I'm talking to my my therapist and like even um older women they'll be like you too hard on people sometimes it's just like we're living in a world where any you could do anything you want to do anything if and like I keep saying there's no time like the present it's so easy to sit down get your thoughts on papers and get your thoughts on paper and start like doing what you want to do so I had to have some conversations with my friends like I remember you said you wanted to do this like where is that and from there, I started, I don't want to say treating people different, but I just started moving a little bit different. Like, this is your life. You talk to me about your life. You told me what you wanted to do. And if you're not going to take you serious about your life, I damn sure can't take you serious about your life or anything that comes to in my life. Like, no love loss, no issues, no nothing like that. But I need, I need to know if I could take you serious or not. And I had to distance myself from those people who I didn't feel like could take me serious because they're not taking them serious. When I had those conversations with them, some people were like, oh, I noticed there's a weird distance between us. Why is that? And I addressed it. Like, I want us to be progressing. I understand that obstacles come, weapons may form, but we got to keep going. Like, and I'm not being hard on anybody. I don't expect anyone to have the success that I have, but I do expect you to be successful. I do expect you to make some progress in the day-to-day life. Like, I... I may be wrong for having those expectations of people, but 
I'm letting y'all know right now, this is what it is over here. Like, I I have expectations for you. I don't want to be friends with someone who's never been successful. And not successful in my eyes, but successful for them. If you just want to be the everyday woman who go and bag groceries at Stop and Shop, by all means, that's what you want to do. If that's what your passion is, do it. But I want you to be the best at whatever your passion is. I want you to progress. I don't want you to be in the same position. Do what you got to do. But if you don't understand that I'm so passionate and I love you so much that I want to push you to that next level, if you don't understand that, then this ain't the place for you. And I understand that we may never talk again. I may understand that you may distance yourself and talk to me once a year. Or maybe you won't. Maybe you'll stick around and maybe you'll be like, you know what? Now I I appreciate you coming to me and setting it right that day because I have had to have those conversations with my friends. Like, you know what? Thank you for holding me accountable. Thank you for having expectations. Thank you for pushing me on my comfort zone. Thank you for telling me that we're not going to go outside, that I need to sit down and plan something. Like, thank you for that. And I've had that happen to me before where my friends was like, girl, you need to sit in that damn house and figure some shit out. And I have done it. I was mad because I wanted to have a drink or something. But like, at the end of the day, thank you so much for seeing that much in me that you sat me down and corrected me. I'm also realizing... That some people think that, like, issues in a relationship only applies for romantic relationships. Lack of communication is horrible in any realm of a relationship. Like, (laughs) whether we best friends, sister wives, cousins, whatever the shit may be, lack of communication is very detrimental to any relationship. And I've had to call some friends out about their lack of communication. Now, I believe in effective communication. What does that mean? I believe that you say what it is that you need me to to know how you feel. But I also expect you to, if you don't understand where I'm coming from, or if I don't understand where you're coming from, that you break it down for me. And sometimes you can have, you can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. But if the person is not able to comprehend what you're saying, is literally falling on deaf ears. And then you're going to be mad because you're going to be like, I literally said this to you. 40, 50 times, they didn't understand it. I have a friend who has a little, she's in a little bit of a toxic relationship. And some of the behaviors that are happening in her relationship happen, it comes over into me and her friendship. I talked to her about it before. She's like, all right, cool, won't happen again. We planned a dinner date. I'm like, all right, like, a couple days before I'm checking in, we're still good for dinner. Um, my schedule changed, so I'll be, like, 10 minutes late because I'm not going to be able to take the train back to Connecticut, like, my normal train back to Connecticut. I'll be, like, 10, 15 minutes late to max, but I'll communicate, like, where I am and travel as I'm traveling. She's like, okay, cool. The day of, she falls behind at work. So she normally gets off of work at 5. She works like 20 minutes away from her house, 15 minutes away from the restaurant. So she was going to be late. She never told me. She was still coming, but she was going to be late. I got, I'm texting her like, hey, I just got on the train at Grand Central. Hey, I'm in Stanford. Hey, I'm getting off the train. Be there in 10 minutes. Nothing. Which sometimes you don't have to reply to every last one of somebody's updates when they're updating you like that. But I would have expected, 
again, my expectations. And maybe, you know what? Maybe I need to stop having expectations or something. I don't know. But, like, if you're running late, I think it's just common courtesy to be like, hey, okay, I, I acknowledge that you're on your way. I see that you're 15 minutes away or whatever the case may be. But I was running late with work, which pushed me to get off later than normal, which made my travel time be delayed and me getting to the restaurant delayed. Get to the restaurant, I'm like, hey, I'm I'm here, table for two. This was a reservation, blah, blah. And the lady's like, oh, okay, well, we gave the table up because nobody was here. I'm like, my friend said she was here. She was going to meet me here. Interesting. Lady was still able to see this nonetheless, which was I was able to, I was very appreciative of that. But, like, my friend came in, running all in. She's like, hey, girl, I'm late. Well, obviously, you're late. Like, <laughs> I got here first. I was supposed to be the one who was late. If I would have known both of us would have been late, I would have adjusted the, um, I would have attempted to adjust the reservation. She's like, oh, no, like, no worries. We still got a table. I had to explain to her, like, we didn't get this table because it was the original table. We got this table because sis looked out for us. Oh, I didn't say too much more there because I wanted to enjoy my, my, um, my dinner. But once we got home, I'm like, yo, let me talk to you about this. She was like, oh my God, you sound just like my nigga. Well, one, that should have let you know that his complaints of lack of communication is not wrong. And should have given you more of the opportunity to check yourself like you should check yourself because you're not always right be teachable which is also something I'm very open to that so maybe I was wrong in the situation but I know I wasn't and I was just like yo you know what I'm gonna take some space from you because I'm noticing that when it comes to how you treat me it don't matter to you it's not if I address something with you it's an issue that I'm addressing it but when you and your niggas going through your topsy-turvy shit, it's like, it's acceptable for you. It's okay. You can have heated conversations with him and it's okay, but you can't have... And, and heated conversations, not necessarily as in disrespecting yourself, but just conversations where I'm telling you I don't like something, you don't give me the space to do that. And I can't be in this friendship if I don't have that from you. And she was telling people I was being weird for saying that to her. And I'm like, I know I'm not being weird. And people who are, you know, genuine people are going to say they, hey friend no she was not wrong in that situation it was you this is how y'all should you know this is the things that you should put in place to make sure that things like this aren't happening again but she just did not care she didn't and i had to be like you know what okay all right i'll keep it pushing i'll keep it cool but huh Weirdo energy. Moving right along, though. I'm telling y'all, I'm about to tell, I'm about to tell y'all what my experience was the last few months. Next situation of weirdness that I've experienced. I'm gonna talk about the weirdness I've been experience, experiencing with men. Why the fuck do some men? I'm not gonna categorize them as all. Why do some of y'all men? think it is okay to be in and out of a woman's life. 
this is me giving y'all the opportunity to, to think about why that you think that's okay. Because I need an answer. It's this nigga. We never were anything serious, but like he is someone who I can say consistently supports anything that I do where he can, you know, where he can support. If I throw up an episode, he listens to the episode, he'll share something. If we got something going on with um, any other organization that I'm working with, he'll reshare the post, he'll donate money. In that aspect of things, he's extremely consistent. I appreciate your support, sir. And I know you're going to listen to this episode and you're going to text me. Please do not text me. I need you to tell me why you think it's okay to be in and out of people's life. That's the only reason why you should be texting me with an explanation to that response. To that question that I just asked y'all. Mister. So. He hits me up. I'm like what's up. Seemed like it was a. It wasn't going to be one of the typical like. Ins and out of a conversation. I'm like what's going on. He asked me for some resources for something. I gave him the resources. And we let it go. He's like well how are you. And I had to realize, obviously, like, men coming will go in and out of your life. But it it's up to me to be the one to put an end to that shit. So when he was like, how are you doing? I was like, good, but what does it matter to you? He was like, oh, that was kind of fucked up. Like, you didn't have to be snippy and snappy like that. I'm like, nah, like, what's it to you? Because you're going to ask me how I'm doing. You're going to try to manipulate me. And then you're going to vanish. You're not going to give me no real solution to what's wrong. If there had been anything wrong. So what's the point? He's like, no, I'm just checking on you. Don't. You hear how I'm doing in the episodes. You see how I'm doing on social media. I'm alive and in good health. Thank God. But stop. Then he be he tries to become the victim. I can't have relationships with females because y'all just do 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 You don't want a relationship. You don't want a friendship with a female. You want to be able to manipulate somebody. If you don't know what manipulate is, it's manipulate women with dick. <laughs> um, but like, you don't want, you don't want a genuine, and if, it's crazy because, and it's not to categorize women, it's not to talk bad about anybody, But if I was a woman who had a fat ass, big titties, was sliding down a pole and was doing crazy shit. And it's not to say that, you know, strippers, that's a crazy job. But like, if I was a fast paced female, you wouldn't treat me like this. I would have a different type of respect. But because I actually have a nine to five and I'm actually doing other things, I'm actually like head on right. Only drug I do is Casamigos. You feel like I need you a little bit more than a fast-paced female. That's what we'll call it. And again, no disrespect to anybody who's in that lifestyle, but that's what you, that's what y'all do. Y'all do that to us hardworking women. You try to manipulate the fact that we work hard and we don't have time for dates for y'all to be able to come in and out of people's lives. And that's not okay. Stop that. And it should show y'all that... You're not ready for that type of woman who goes to work and then she goes to work after she goes to work and she goes home and she goes to sleep. Y'all not ready for those type of women. You're not ready. Y'all be wanting women with their own money 
that are content and satisfied and and okay with themselves. But y'all don't know how to handle it. Y'all run away. You go to the next temporary pleasure. And then you try to come back. Why? Help me understand why. Somebody text me and help me understand why. DM me, whatever. Why do y'all think that is okay? What is the mindset there? Like, do you think when y'all come back, we're going to be like, okay, I'm going to quit my my uh, part-time job so I can go with uh, Daquan on a date? No, motherfucker. I'm more than willing to make time for you, but I'm not willing to make time for someone who's going to play a temporary position. You can't stay consistent enough to be able to even allow me to make time. Why would I do that? Help me understand. And then we just have the other people in the world who are just being weird as fuck, who have attitudes and shit for no reason, um, who just feel like they can just talk to people any type of way. And I'm really, I hate that. Like, don't talk to me crazy. I hate that. I've been getting a lot of that. And I I thank God and my therapist because I've been able to just sit back and be like, you got it, sis. I, you're not talking to me, but you got it. I'm not going to argue with you. You got it. I'm going to show you what it is. Sorry, I'm blowing my hookah. I got a hoopie, y'all. But like, uh-uh. <laughs> I just, I don't know. People have been weird. Like, the attitudes, the aggression. And then, I'm so, I'm very understanding individual. I know that we all have bad days. And you may say something to me on one of your bad days, and I'll be like, yo, she was wild as fuck for that. Her attitude was crazy. She was disrespectful. And I'll let it go. I'll write it off. I'll never expect you to apologize to me. But when you keep going consistently, you know what the fuck you're doing. And I know what the fuck you're doing. I'm going to play with you. Because now I'm about to give you my entire ass to kiss. Don't ask me for nothing. Don't expect me to hold the door open for you. And people may say that's petty of me to do, but don't. uh Uh-uh. When you consistently talk to me crazy, I'm going to consistently hear you crazy. And I'm going to act accordingly. Mm-mm. Motherfuckers got me fucked up, y'all. You hear me? In retrograde, me and Brianni decided we were gonna. And I wish I had done an episode on where I was beforehand, but I had just done the update with like everything that was happening with my relationship shit and with Shay, like an update with y'all. So I didn't even think anything of it. But me and Brie had decided like. We're not going to, during the retrograde, we're not going to talk to men who we've talked to in the past. Like, it's no rekindling anything during the retrograde. Um, We weren't going to go on dates. We weren't going to interact with the male species that much at all. And we did. I I will say we were successful. We had, we were accountability partners for each other. It was successful. Um... Before I say what I want to say, I want to encourage black men to go to therapy. Please go to therapy. And don't go because I'm telling you to go. Go because you you are realizing that you have some trauma that you need to maneuver through and you need to heal from. Because y'all are out here just as hurt and broken as us, but y'all be trying to turtleneck and Chelsea boot it away with your little peacoat like ain't nothing happening to y'all. 
And don't be wearing them linted ass turtlenecks this season, this fall. We ain't got time for it. But, like, men, again, not all men, some of y'all hate emotional boundaries. Some of y'all. Like, if I say don't call me from 9 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock in the afternoon because I'm at work and I want to focus on work, y'all have no problem with that. You understand it. You respect it. Some of y'all may still try to dance around the times, but you respect it. She at work. I ain't going to bother her. She got da-da-da. I'm not going to bother her. But when you tell a motherfucker, when you act this way and when you treat me this way, it makes me feel like this and I need you to, you putting that boundary in place where you, I need you to practice not making me feel like this. Think about what you're doing before you do it. Man, they get mad. They get angry, livid. Like, <laughs> they start flipping shit over. Like, they got a problem with everything. What you got a problem with me for, bro? I'm just letting you know. This is what it is. They don't like it, though. They do not like it. Mm-mm, not one bit. And again, it's not all of y'all. It's some of y'all. Stay the fuck over there. But after the retrograde, we went to, um, I went to D.C. to visit Bree. She moved out there. Shout out to her. Proud of you. Um, we went to the me and somebody's son bar crawl, right? Bar crawl was great. I'll say that. Bar crawl was great. We was drunk. It wasn't a lot of men. It was also raining, so y'all know men be scared of rain sometimes, but it is what it is. I get back home, retrograde is officially over. And everybody's men-wise are calm. Like, you was just in your feelings for a whole, like, damn near a month. And now you calm? You just okay? What did you learn about yourself during retrograde? What did you, what did you take away from your time of, of confusion and emotion, and like just being emotional? What did you learn? Nothing? Don't come over here. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. And then there are the men who actually did learn something. And I have the pleasure of being friends with some of them. I have the the pleasure of working with some of them. And we have these conversations on the day-to-day of, like, what's happening? What's going on? This is what I, you know, during retrograde, I had a lot of my male, more of my male friends did this than my female friends, um, say to me, like, yo, during retrograde, I was realizing I miss so-and-so. But I didn't miss her because of x y and z reason i missed her because abc and that's not healthy so i deleted the contact and i blocked the number and i unfollowed her on instagram and i'm very proud of i'm proud of anyone who could acknowledge things like that and like put things into place so that they are not um traumatizing themselves or their potential partners but when i hear men doing that it it do something to me i'll be like listen yes yes mr smart guy yes I'm proud of you. Continue to do that. And it's... it's For the men who listen to this, I don't know if y'all be taking the word, what I say into account, but it's attractive to hear a man say he put boundaries in place. Not just for other people, but for himself. He doesn't allow himself to get to certain places anymore. That's sexy as hell. That is sexy. And 
it's not easy for anyone to do it, but especially black men because, you know, they get looked at for being, uh, I'm doing air quotes, but for being soft. Like, I don't, I do think that women should have a soft life. I do. But I do think men should also indulge in that. And it's not just about the vacations. It's not just about being able to go and spend 1500 on some some wine and sit on a boat and take pictures on a yacht and be on Instagram like I want my soft life to be on Instagram and happening for me in real life when when the cameras are not there I need to be indulging in the soft life and I want that for men and women especially black men and women especially black women we go through so much just because we're black and so much um pent-up emotion that we can't even put in words or even understand why we're feeling it simply because of our ancestry line i want y'all to heal i want y'all to have a soft life and that's all the craziness i'm gonna talk about in this episode because who knows what the fuck we're gonna talk about next episode maybe i'll have one of the girls come up here and talk about some shit because it's some shit that's happening but what the fuck is happening in the world it's been weird weird energy weird conversations weird interactions just weird But I'm praying for y'all. I hope y'all praying for me. See y'all soon.